Welcome into the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome into another episode of the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show, a proud member of Fantasy Points and the Fantasy Points Media Group. <laughs> D-Mendy here, back with you guys for week five of the fantasy football season, joined by the cast and crew, Johnny Foosball, the Bradster Domus, and Doc. Bradster Domus, you're back in the fold tonight. Did you miss us? On your week off? No. <laughs> oh, man. Not sentimental at all here. I, I like it. Johnny, your Raiders pull out their first win of the season. They are now in the win column. How are you feeling? About to go one and four, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Who do they play this week? They play you, David. They play your, your Chiefs. Yeah. Woo! And you're already calling a loss. Who is this Johnny Foosball? What's up, Jasper? Jasper in the house tonight. Jasper, um, what up? And Doc, how are things over in Maryland? You know, I went an undefeated eight. If you count the guillotine nine and zero in leagues last week, it will probably never happen again. Did you really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I was like, go, and and I won pretty easily. Like after the one or four o'clock games, there was no nothing. I sweated out. That's awesome. I don't think I've ever gone eight and zero before. I don't think I, I. That's pretty nuts. Rigged in the house, our guy. What's up, buddy? Um, Rigged. I was out last week. I didn't get to gloat over my – the only victory I have in in a fantasy league with Rigged is against Rigged. Um, I was checking before the show of our Scott Fishbowl update. I was looking through the standings. I, I had I, a bad I, week. Jalen Hurts yeah, is too. Yeah, so I, right now I'm in 285th place. Oh, nice. Bad. And, Doc, you are in 769th place. I'm bad. I'm looking bad rest of the season, though. I'll be honest. And Johnny, you are in 352nd place. So Johnny, nice. you're still you're still. I was there. in like a hundredth something, and then I had a bad week this week. And then I'm Brad, bringing up the rear. I've had two straight losses. I was undefeated same, before this. Same with me. Yep. Uh, that, but I think the standings only count for points scored in terms of the overall. So your record oh, okay. doesn't matter. And that Brad, you are in 740th place. We're all in the no, top thousand. That's not bad. It's not terrible. No, not Brad at all. And uh, Jasper says, uh, what's up, Brad? Good to see you in the house here. Full Jasper, gang back here. Man. And uh, Rig said you were playing against me, <laughs> which you're playing against me every week. <laughs> I don't. Rick has a very good team. Rick has a very good team. I, I'm actually surprised that things have shaked out how they have so far, but it's a long season. We'll see. Are you at it least is. checking your team? What's that? Are you at least checking your team? Will you give me a break with that? <laughs> <laughs> I tapped I tapped out of like one NBA season and now I'm getting it. Brad, you had Julio Jones in your active lineup last week in David's league when he was out. And but I, I think to be fair, he was like a game time decision. It wasn't like he was been he out. What? He was a not only was he a game time decision, but I still won that matchup. You did still win. Yeah, I think my league were there's a what four way top at three and one at the top of the standings. Me, Brad, Barton, 
maybe somebody else, but it's, it's a, it's a close race in there. Um, week four, real quick. Let's just touch on week four. Do you guys have a wow moment? Something that maybe was stuck out to you from this past week, doc, let's start with you. Yeah. You know, when people on Twitter say that they'd be smarter than NFL coaches mm-hmm. and everybody is like, no, you couldn't be like, there are a couple instances that jumped out to me this week where I think we could be one, the Ravens on the three yard line, you have the most accurate kicker ever just kick a field goal, take a take the lead. And the second is the usage of Kyle Pitts on a third and 10 from the goal line. They have him in the backfield running a flat. So not even a 10 yard route. <laughs> they have their third string tight end, actually second string, Parker Hesse in the slot. Parker Hesse was in for 48 snaps. Yes. Kyle Pitts was in for 34. Like I feel like the average person could at least draw up something better than that. I think Atlanta ran 14 straight runs from the yeah. end of the third to the beginning of the fourth quarter. And it worked as they won the game. Uh, That's why he's in because Kyle Pitts can't really block yet. Yeah, it's definitely Eric already corrected on his wow moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then why did you use no, he's that right. he's capital right. on him? So no, I did right. see a, a, I forgot who tweeted this out, but they said, I think it might've been Roto surgeon. He said through week four last year, Kyle Pitts was like the tight end 20. And then he finished weeks five through 17 or whatever, five through 18 as the tight end four. And I, I, this season I'm he's the tight end 22 so far. I'm with Eric. I, I drafted him as my starting tight end for multiple leagues. And I just really expected a breakout season from him. I expected him to get mm-hmm. like 10 targets a game and it's just not happened. So I, I definitely am with Eric there. It's well, been very... To clarify on this, I picked Las Vegas, but I said because I root for the Raiders, of course, Russell Wilson in Denver was going to come back and win and figure everything out. So slight <laughs> correction. <laughs> Greg, though, hit on both of his picks, though. I mean, he yeah. crushed yeah, his betting time. Um, Brad, what about you? I know you weren't on with us last week, but what was something before that caught you? For me, it's Carson Wentz and how truly awful he's become. Um, I, I try not to give him a small sample size, become. but I'm all the way up. <laughs> I know. Maybe not become. Maybe it's already been. But, um, you know, if he threw for 500 yards and six touchdowns this week, it wouldn't change my mind because I know how truly low his floor is. Mm-hmm. You know, this week he threw for 170 on 42 attempts with two picks. That's and the week so before funny. that, he threw for 210 on 43 attempts and had negative passing yards at the half. Um, the commanders obviously lost both games, so he makes great throws every now and then, but I have no confidence in him, and I doubt the team does either. I think they're going to be back to Taylor Heineke pretty soon. Especially if they're going to start tanking, which they should do. They need a quarterback. Yeah, uh, so would you trade Justin Jefferson for Jamar Chase and Leonard Fournette? Yeah, Assuming this absolutely. is a PPR league. Yes. 100%. I would too. Jamar Chase's worst days are already behind him. He's gonna, he, They're going to turn it on and figure it out the rest of the season. Even if they don't, like, even if you get like 50% of Jamar Chase, adding Fournette to the mix is is huge. I always like the trades on the flip side where you get two and give away one because like, I hate I hate those because you, you have to drop a player anyway. So you're essentially two yeah, players. Yeah, but, but let's say Justin Jefferson goes down, then you're at least tying value to two players. Like if, if let's say Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase both went down, you're at least getting Fournette out of the deal. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's a you know definitely 
a pretty good trade for you. I know it's hard to part with Justin Jefferson, but that's a pretty good return there. And uh, Jasper says, Atlanta did run four to straight, won the game. Pitt and Marriott have seven points total, fantasy points, but still won the game. How is that possible? <laughs> Only in American football. Big star that, uh, I don't, is Rick the soccer fan? I don't know. I feel like when people say American football, that means they're also big soccer fans. Rick, let us know that. I, I'm curious. Uh, Johnny, did you have a moment? Your Raiders' first win, maybe? Um, I mean, finally the Raiders played some, shout out to some uh, soccer, some total football, as the, the Dutch would say. Um, they actually played all phases and all quarters, but my shock is that the Ravens are terrible at holding a lead. Like for a team that runs the ball well, they cannot seem to milk a clock out up 17. I saw a stat there one and two this season when they're up 17 points. That's (laughs) pretty crazy. I I can't believe that. (laughs) Uh, Jasper says he's in a 12 team, 18 man keeper league this year, had an offer of Curtis Samuel and uh, Jared that, uh, or um, not Jared. Why did I say Jared Cook? James <laughs> Cook for Leonard Fournette. Oh, my God. I hope he took that. Goodness gracious. I don't know. I don't, no, if, I don't if, know about that one. Yeah, if, 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 you're clo- if you're in contention, then yes. But, like, Fournette's on the downside of his career. He is. But Curtis Samuel, do you think he's a thing long-term? Because I really don't. I No, I'm, I'm talking about the James Cook. I mean, James Cook is a small guy. He's not he's a, a big back. He's a singletary injury away, though, from being fantasy relevant. Maybe. I, I think maybe, and then I, it, like it could just be the Zach Moss show after that. And even with that, that Bills running game is not looking great. They'll um, be drafting somebody. I, I next don't know. Year. They'll definitely be drafting somebody next, so you can take that to the bank. And we're doing it every year. They're drafting yeah. a new running back every year. Uh, Caden says he already have parted with Cup. He had Cup and Jefferson on the same team. That's pretty wild. No, he and traded it. for Jefferson. So he traded a couple away for Jefferson. Essentially, have turned for Cup. Cup into Jamar Chase, Leonard Fournette, Chris Godwin, and Dallas Goddard, which is quite a haul for Chase. That's Caden, <laughs> man, look at that. Just swinging, uh, wheeling and dealing trades. That's pretty awesome. I wish I could do stuff like that. Um, my biggest thing, Doc, close your ears. Allen Robinson is trash. Yeah. He is. <laughs> I'm taking such an L on that. Well, Allen Robinson. They don't target him, though. I mean, so here's the thing, though. Allen Robinson was never a separator in his career. He was always like a contested catch guy. But, I mean, they're not even throwing him the ball. And that part of me is to think that Stafford just doesn't trust him. We saw, what was it, not week four, but week three when it went through his hands in the end zone when he dropped that touchdown. Uh, he's only, In the week one, he got a target like at the very end of the game. Like, he's just not right now somebody that you can trust in your lineup. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people will, will drop him. Uh, and I don't even know if I would be rushing to the waiver wire to pick him up to use a roster spot on him at this point. So here's my defense on Allen Robinson real quick. The Rams have a trash offensive line and he's not a speedster. So they haven't been doing their part in getting him some short routes. Like Stafford is right away just throwing it to Cup and what he's familiar with. Yeah. What do you have, like 20 targets yesterday? 14 catches? I think 18. Something so like all, It's all Cup and Higby. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, I think the Rams are – there's so much that's wrong with them beyond Allen Robinson, and Stafford's just going with what he knows. Yeah, I, I'd say that's fair. Um, I want to bring up a couple of questions came in. Well, first, Jasper said, I uh, declined until his next big game from Fournette, increased that trade value. Uh, and then uh, – Nobody here. The, the Dark Wolf 115. What in. up? Uh, thanks for hopping on the show, man. Would you trade Metcalf, Dobbins, and London for Michael Thomas, Kamara, and Duvernay? Metcalf, no. Dobbins, and London for 
Michael Thomas, Kamara, and Duvernay. Is it is it PPR? Metcalf, We're going to assume it's PPR. Metcalf and London, I think, both have higher upside than Thomas and Duvernay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do that. Um, Thomas is either. actually my sleeper pick. I mean, he had a fantastic I, first game back and only gets better from there after recovering from that. Yeah, injury. you're you're trading. I, I agree with Johnny there. Dobbins looks really good, but yeah. I wouldn't trade those other two for yeah, those you're, receivers. You're you're trading three relatively healthy guys for two guys that didn't play last week for injury. I, I want the Metcalf Dobbins and London Duvernay side. So um if he's getting the Metcalf Dobbins and London side, then smash that trade. But um yeah otherwise I would not do it. Uh, another new newbie in the house, Owen. Owen Lease. Thanks for checking out the show, bud. Should I do this trade Williams and ETN for Devonta Smith, Connor, and Edmonds? So Williams who? Javante? Jonathan Williams? I was going to say, it can't be Javante Williams because he's out. I mean, um, this could be a dynasty. It could be. Uh, Owen, can you let us know which Williams that is? Just because um, it could be a it's lot of different Williams. last name. Mike <laughs> Williams. Yeah, maybe it's Mike Williams. Another newbie, Griffin, uh, Griffin Stegman in the house. Griffin, what's up, bud? Should I trade Cook, Madison, Edmonds, Matt Ryan, and Garrett Wilson? This is a big trade. JT, Dylan, Kirk, Cousins. I have Jefferson and Aaron Jones already. Yeah. So that's too many. That's too many players to think about. Normally, when it's all those players, somebody's trying to confuse you. I just I tap out. He's getting Jonathan Taylor. He's getting yeah. He's getting Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> and AJ I mean, Dillon? I think he's getting an upgrade too with Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan. I do too. Yeah. And, and he, I, has, I do he has Aaron Jones, so he's handcuffing with A.J. Dillon. Smash accept. That doesn't make sense. Why would somebody trade away Jonathan Taylor, A.J. Dillon, and Kirk Cousins for? Because they're scared about Jonathan Taylor. They're panicking. Yeah. And A.J. Dillon hasn't had a good start to the year either. But but why would they trade for a backup running back? Maybe they have Dalvin Cook. No, the bad Cook's quarterback. Included. Yeah, Cook's included. So they're trading. Oh, Dalvin. I didn't see Dalvin Cook there. Yeah, Cook and Madison. So he gets the Vikings backfield. Edmonds, who I don't think is worth anything right now. Matt Ryan. Garrett Wilson, obviously, is good. Um, but he's getting the upgrading quarterback. Yeah, he's, I do that. Yeah, I think we're all on the same page, Griffin. We're all mm-hmm. with you for that trade there. And uh, yeah, Rick says, I know Higby is Stafford's uh, favorite target outside of Cup. Hence, A-Rob is kicked to the curb. Yeah, right now what I've seen is pretty much that... Uh, what is it? The Higby's pretty much when Stafford's like running back and like when the blitz is coming, Higby's running like a short cross just yeah. to basically. So he has someone to dump the ball down to right there. And the week before that, he was getting a bunch of screens. Yeah. Griffin, who is the Williams in your trade deal? Because that's what that's we couldn't. Owen. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. That's uh, Owen, yeah. Owen, that's right. Uh, Griffin, it's super flex PPR. I, I think we're trade. all bored. Yeah, I think we're all bored on your trade at Griffin. That's a very interesting trade, though. Um. Yeah, I think those are our wow moments. Week four in the books. Fantasy teams doing all right for the most part, right, fellas? For the most part, yeah. Yeah, good, good, good. And uh, before we get to the betting side of the show, Rick says any water bet for week five: Dallas versus Rams, Miami versus Jets, Cincinnati versus Baltimore. Go Dallas, Miami, Cincinnati. Ooh, low on Baltimore. Joe Burrow carved them up last year. I, part of me just roots for the Ravens to lose. Like I was laughing last week when I was just like, they're going to blow this lead. They're going to blow it. 
it is funny seeing everybody get really excited, you know, especially because, you know, we know a lot of people who would go to the game every now and then and they're posting all these fun stories when they're up yep. by 17 <laughs> and then there's just, you don't hear too much afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's someone I'm friends with on snap that put the scoreboard 20 to three. This is pathetic. And they're like peering <laughs> through the game and I saw she didn't post anything the rest of the day. <laughs> Jeez, that's I mean, rigged. Rigged. I'd go, um, I'd go Dallas, New York and Baltimore. Dallas, New York. Where's New York? The Jets. First, the Jets. Oh goodness gracious, David. Uh, I'll go Dallas, Miami, and Cincinnati. Dang, we really not feeling the Rams anymore, huh? They have a couple down games. No. I'm going Rams, Miami, Baltimore. The narrative is Cooper Rush goes undefeated in his four starts, and do they bench? It, it can't happen. There's quarterback controversy. I have a a, a a general question for everybody. Okay. I think Cooper Cooper Rush is a starting quarterback. Like he looks really good. Mm. I don't think he's like top tier, but he's one of the best thirty-two he, he quarterbacks. Could go over league. across the division to Washington. I would take him over he's, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, no, yeah. Like honestly speaking, like do, do you think he's a top thirty-two quarterback in the league? Yes, I think so. Yeah. So he probably made himself like fifteen million dollars off of these four games. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean. He'd be smart to not expose himself much more once, you know, uh, if that comes back, his value is going to be like, incredible. I think, ironically, you said he, you'd take him over Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Jimmy Garoppolo did that in New England when he had a lot of, like, trade buzz. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. The, <laughs> the uh, Dark Wolves, I'm currently 3-1, and one, just got my first loss. The rest of the team consists of Lamar, Jamal Williams, Barkley Cup. Kittle, Alave, Madison, Lock, and Hurst. Wouldn't I have, do it. I have the like Metcalf side Metcalf of the trade. Side better keep it. Yeah, keep nah, the Metcalf keep that. side. That clears that up. A new another guy here, Dennis Stephen L. Welcome to the show. Thanks for stopping in here. Is it worth dropping any of Ackers? I think Akers, Herbert Montgomery, Garrett Wilson, Lazard, Michael Thomas for either Algier Boone. I don't want to pick up Michael Bo Mike Boone. I think he's a. They just got Latavius Murray too. Yeah. yeah. Um, Algier, Brian Robinson, Corey Davis. Um, you could drop. Um... I would say you don't drop any of them. I kind of like all those players. Except I would drop. Them. I would drop Acres. That would no. be the one I would drop if if I was going to. Yeah. I mean, let's look at it this way, right? Is he playing Cam Acres? Are you trusting Cam Acres in your lineup? Because like, if you drop Cam Acres, you get Tyler Algier. Tyler Algier Algier balls out, right? Then like, I mean, are, are Eric? If you have Cam or Akers, Brian you're not Robinson, even. Oh, yeah, if like, I have Cam Akers, I'm finding whoever owns Daryl Henderson, and I'm trying to get some value out of that. Trade him for for uh, Taylor with everybody panicking. <laughs> because, of, because of the namesake alone with Cam Akers, I think you can get some value with him. Obviously not a third or fourth round where you took him at, but mm -hmm. paired with Henderson, somebody's going to have that backfield. Fair enough. All right, let's before we uh, run too much time, I want to go to the sports betting side of our show every single week, which I like that we've added that in this year. It adds a nice little wrinkle. And I actually can bet now that I live in New Jersey. So is the screen big enough? That's the nope. question. Nope. You gotta, uh, you gotta make it a little bit bigger. I gotta zoom you, in. Yeah, it's it's big enough if you if you full screen. David while David, while you get it a little bit bigger, we got one more question here. Trade okay. Keenan Allen for Jacobs and Godwin. I would. Hundred percent. Oh, for, yeah, I think uh, Godwin is. I mean, Jacobs had his peak. He always he always uh, smokes the Broncos yeah. every year. You can wide receiver is a very overrated position. I think you can always find value on the waiver wire for a wide receiver. 
hamstrings are soft tissue injuries too. They can always seem to nag, and I don't like that he got it this early in the season. All right, I blew it up. We are super close, almost too close for me. Uh, we're going to look at the Thursday night game first. And right now the Colts are plus three against the Denver Broncos. We don't know if Jonathan Taylor is playing. Who we like here, fellas? We like the Broncos or the Colts? Broncos. I like the Colts if Jonathan Taylor plays. Even if Jonathan Taylor plays, he's not going to be 100%. Like it, and he's not going to get his full compliment. And even if he gets his full compliment, you look at what he did last week. I don't know that this offensive line is going to be able to to really get through and get that push against Denver. Three points seems like a lot, but I, I still like I still like Denver. I was going to bet on this. I would go with the under, and I know that's it's um, the over is what's favored on here. But teams on a short week, and I think especially what we saw with Cincinnati and Miami, that maybe teams play a little bit more conservative from there. Russell Wilson banged up. Too. What these are these are two relatively good defenses too. Yeah. yeah, and and to your point, like Russell Wilson, besides him being banged up, he's been bad. And Melvin whoa, Gordon is now going to be – he he's been bad. He's, <laughs> he's definitely not. been bad. Yeah. And, he's definitely uh, been bad. <laughs> he's had one and, turnover in four games. And he's done – but he has okay, – he, like anyway. he has 300 yards in four games. <laughs> yeah. That's he's, not his fault that they're, that the coaching scheme is bad. I'll accept Regardless, that he's been pedestrian. Right. Let's look – we'll go with this. Melvin Gordon is probably going to be the starting running back, and he's been fumbling all day. So I, I don't know. I'd, I'd take the under, too. Okay. I, I, I like the under, and I like the Broncos here. So I'm with you guys. Anytime touchdown score. Anyone want to throw out any names that you like here? Jonathan Taylor, press 115. Melvin Gordon, plus 120. It's, it's never fun to, to call out one of those names. <laughs> Sutton, Naheem Hines, Michael Pittman, Jerry Judy. Uh, if we go down a little bit more, always like, click the show more button. I think yeah. for this segment, David, you always have to click. The show <laughs> you want to make your long shot anytime touchdown. Who's a, who's call? a fullback? I feel like there's been a lot of fullbacks getting first touchdowns. Bill Blindy, Deion uh, Jackson, Kendall. I go Cortland Sutton. Ooh, I think Mo Cortland Sutton's been plus four seven. Oh wow, he's been great. He got two yesterday, didn't he? Or two on Sunday? Yeah, which he means did. he's not due for one this week. There's some <laughs> juicy Jelani Woods. But that's all plus Matt Ryan's throwing to. These are not. I I don't mind a Russell Wilson rushing touchdown. Johnny taking that at plus six fifty. Yeah. What's uh, Jelani Woods at? I just passed him. He's at plus six fifty. No, that's not long enough. Yeah, these aren't giving you great odds. It's cool that you can gamble in New Jersey, David, but these are not. What about a uh, a Denver defense touchdown with Matt Ryan? Maybe a strip sack fumble. But that's not good odds. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good odds. These are awful odds. All Matt around. Ryan rushing touchdown yeah. plus twenty one hundred. So, so David, Even that's not good. To put it for reference, on a site that I use, Tom Brady is like plus forty five hundred, and he's the QB sneak god from the yeah. one. Yeah. And um, yeah, Rick says Melvin Gordon is fumbling and dropping balls, not into the game. I, I agree. This game's going to be disgusting. Um, Which is why I still have the Colts plus three. If I. <laughs> All right, I would if I had to do first touchdown on here, I'm going Pittman. This is anytime, anytime. That was oh, anytime. anytime. I thought we were doing first. No, that was anytime. Um, let's do. I'll do one more prop from this game, and then we'll just go through some lines. Ooh, I like first drive result three and out if it's the Broncos. first drive result. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's, yeah, what's the odds on that? that on the um on the opening kickoff? Well, they have punt. Punt is minus oh, one forty-five. Those aren't even good <laughs> odds, <laughs> man. <laughs> 
That's crazy. Oh, goodness gracious. I bet yeah. FanDuel's caking up over here with these odds. Yeah, not I, I kind of like field goal at plus like 460. The, the the air is a little bit thinner in Denver. The team gets a good kickoff return. Maybe they get like 20 yards. We should start doing every week. I'll put like $5 on a, a parlay that we pick. And I then like just see, see if it hits. Do we have we to come on to the triple play fund? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't even like, yeah, we could use it from like the triple play fund or even just it's $5. Not a big deal. Uh, I'd love that we grow it into like a million dollars. It's all yeah, part of do our like our, our props season. of the week here. Well, if it was that easy, why don't why don't we just uh, <laughs> why don't we need to start with five? Eh? <laughs> Got four heads here. We should be able to sit some of these bets, right? I've been we're saying all, some crazy like seven parlays in the Scott Fishbowl. That's right. Um, all right, Packers visiting the Giants or Giants visiting the Packers. The Giants are eight and a half point dogs. I am a hundred percent on the Packers at minus eight and a half, because I don't think Daniel Jones plays. I was going to say, there's not a good QB situation in New York. If it's Saquon, that <laughs> that's not a good sign. I think they just signed Guys, Jake Fromm today. Yeah. This Packers is something that you got to get on early. Cause if they announce that Daniel Jones and uh, Tyrod Taylor out, it'll probably go to at least minus 13. Uh, ESPN. I was looking at it this morning cause um, it was going to be one of my picks, but uh, ESPN has the Packers as plus 14. As oh. the Packers right now. Oh, sorry, minus sorry. Minus, minus 14. Plus that's, 14. That's right, Rick. The hedge fund. Go, go, go for the million or go broke. That's right. I think we'll, we'll start that. <laughs> I'll be typing week. up. I'll be typing up the big short email that Christian Bale does when I, I'm, whole, <laughs> I'm, I'm freezing everyone's funds. You're not allowed to pull any out. You just have to trust the process. <laughs> that's a good one right, so for we, our review. We, we could that's, do that $5 a week, right? $5 a week. We just pick up a, a parlay that we could do. But let's start to drive this up just like they did with GameStop. That's right. That would actually be really fun. <laughs> All right. Well, so uh, well, we'll probably have to text ahead of time just to like, yeah, 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 just to figure it out. But we'll go through our uh, our parlay. Uh, Seattle visiting the the Saints. Seattle's five and a half point dogs. I actually think Seattle there is a great call. That's my Seattle's a better line. team. I yeah, like that's Seattle. What I'm so we're all plus five and a half on Seattle. Gino's playing like a a young Patrick Mahomes. He looks like West Virginia Gino right now. That's the Gino I wanted us to draft once upon a time. Things are 0-2 at home also. And I know like the London game counted at home, but that used to be kind of their bread and butter is it was hard to win in the Superdome. Yeah. So we're all Seattle there. Pittsburgh at Buffalo minus 14 point favorites. That's a lot. That's too much. I'm taking I Pittsburgh. I think, Mitch Trib- I think, um, not, I think um, Kenny Pickett's going to Pickett. get destroyed. He, I wouldn't bet this that's destroyed. big, but I would do minus 14. He might get destroyed, but they're going to run the ball with Najee Harris. They're going to control the clock as much as they can. Two touchdowns score a huge spread. The Steelers aren't that bad. Like, no Mike Tomlin team is going to get blown out like that. I I think. And it's not like Buffalo's been moving the ball that well the last couple of games. So, I like I like the Steelers for the spread. I'll take the Bills. Take the Bills. Johnny, uh, I'm going. I'm going. Um, Steelers. Fourteen is a ton. Okay, so we're split on that. Rick says, which team looks better from the eye test: the Giants, Atlanta, or Seattle? I'd say Seattle, for me. Seattle looks better, but I think Atlanta is the better team. I think Seattle, but I think the Giants sneaky don't look bad, and it's just is a little probably a little frustrating for them because they don't want to look mediocre with their quarterback. They either want to look good <laughs> or bad. They don't. That's want right. To look middling. Probably the Giants. 
The C- the Seahawks, if you get pressure on them like the 49ers did, you can beat them. Jasper is our resident Steelers fan here, so he uh, likes the, the Steelers talk. Can Kenny Pickett be the next Cooper Rush? Or would you rather draft Kenny Pickett or Cooper Rush? I mean, Cooper Rush is proven. Cooper Rush. Right? <laughs> Knowing what I know now. But, I mean, how, Kenny Pickett, though. Cooper Rush old, is on a much better yeah. team. Anybody? How old is Cooper Rush? Uh, I can give you. I don't think he's that old. He played seconds. in the USFL or whatever. Is Cooper he Rush like, is 20, he's 28. Oh, he's older than I that's, thought. That's a little older than I'd. I'd want if I was going to start out a That's franchise. Brandon Whedon. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. he, has, he has the orange hair too, like the orange beard. So it kind of sits the same. Um, all right, let's go a couple more games here. Chicago at Minnesota. Chicago seven-point dogs. I like Minnesota here. I like Minnesota outright, but I don't know about that spread. The Bears have looked so bad. That's what I'm saying. For that, that, that stormy game in San Francisco. Give me yeah, the seven points too. in Minnesota. I'm going to the Vikings. The Vikings never beat people like you think they should. So you're going at the minus seven so Vikings, the Doc? The Vikings had a major comeback against the Lions at home where they won by four and should have lost. They almost blew the lead against the Saints last week and won by three. They got whacked week two. Like, they always start out week one well against the Packers, and we think that they're better. But they always and- play close games. And the body Where, clock is off, right? They're coming off of London. So, I, you know, I think Bears cover that one. But you know what? Actually, it's not prime time, so I actually feel good. because That's uh, what I'm saying. Gotta, yeah, no, Kirk Cousins only chokes in prime time <laughs> for nationally televised games. Uh, got another. Oh, we got a lot of new people in the house tonight. I hope you guys subscribe to the channel because we always appreciate the new uh, viewers checking in here. Do I trade away Mike Williams or Chris Olave? I think, Why would oh, you trade a, away Olave? No, I think he means Mike Williams for Olave. No, no, oh. no. I think he says, do like if he's going to trade one of them, who who would he trade? Mike Williams would he can get in return. Yeah, that's a Mike Williams not, probably gets you a bigger return. I don't really? think Olave gets I you love a bigger Olave's return. Upside. You think he Olave, Olave gets, you gets a bigger return? Yeah, I, I was going to say I think Olave gets you a bigger return at this point. Oh no, who's better? Yeah, he's saying who's better. Oh. Uh, I like, I prefer Olave personally. I'm going Mike Williams because of the quarterbacks situation. The quarterbacks better and Keenan Allen has been out, which is good for Mike Williams. But he, I don't know. He just doesn't seem to ever really like his contract year. He was great, but now he's kind of come back down to earth where he's like 50 yards a game. And that's all you can expect from him. I don't know. I go Olave. Chris Olave leads the league in air yards. He also has had like a 30% target share in three straight games. And uh, he looks like the, he's starting to look like the alpha. And Andy Dalton Orleans. looks okay. Yeah. I, I'm kind of leaning on the Olave side if you want more consistency. You already know Mike Williams will win you some weeks and he's going to lose you weeks. I don't want that headache. Also, the Saints are pretty bad, generally speaking. So they're going to have that positive play script more so than the Chargers. I, I like Olave. He thinks he's doing Olave or Williams for. Uh, He's doing Rodgers, Jamal Williams, and one of those two for Burrow and Najee. I, I do not like Najee. I hope you could get somebody else. Uh, Doc, no, I, are keep, you going to give me the uh, the W on that bet yet or no? Uh, no, because he just needs like one really, really good week. He, dude, he literally is a plotter because the line doesn't protect for him. Like You know what? The Trent Richardson comparisons are real. But I like saying. it because of his volume. That's what I'm saying. I think we all would rather you give up Mike Williams if you're going to do that. But I, again, I would not. I wouldn't do that deal. No, I wouldn't do that deal either. But Mike Williams is the one you give up. Um. All right. Last little bit here. 
Houston at Jacksonville. I like Jacksonville minus seven and a half. I do too. They've been playing well. They had an early lead against the Eagles. I think yeah. bad conditions, which they're not used to playing in, but Jacksonville looks good. Yeah, you don't it's expect Lawrence to fumble it four times again. No. Not in I don't know, man. Davis Mills is good too. I he's looked bad. He is. This year. Davis Mills is good. I don't I don't know, man. I this is this is a big spread. I, I probably think Houston covers. Brad's on the covering side today. I like it. Yeah. Another we got another guy here, Jonathan Vera. What's up, my friend? Fournette or Mixon, rest of season? Great question. I'm going to a really hard question. I'm leaning Fournette. I am too, but I don't know the answer. I just I I like that offense overall once Brady gets his head right. I like that offense overall much better. Um, just because the offensive line in Cincinnati is terrible. And then you always have that mix mix and injury scare. I mean But I, I just saw um I saw on Twitter, I think, that uh Brady's getting a divorce. So I don't know if he's yeah. gonna get his head right. That's gonna make it more you know, I don't know. That that's the time will tell either get his head really right or <laughs> well, <laughs> or so here's him. the thing. Fournette has missed time every season. He played a uh, season low sixty percent of snaps last game. I think the competition with Rashad White is greater than P. Ryan or Chris Evans. So he says he's got Fournette, so I guess he'd be trading Fournette for Mixon. I would do it. You know I, Mixon's going to have know. his normal second half of the season where he just blows up. I feel like that happens every single year. And Rashad White is a real thing. Rashad White, I already played 38% of the snaps this past week, was in all the goal line packages. Uh, That's true. I mean, he got more carries than Fournette. And I think... Fournette, like I heard, I forgot where I heard them talk about it, but he's in a, a last year of his contract. So like he, I've heard that he's kind of had whispers to the team. He's like, Hey, I want to get another contract, whether it's with you or somebody else. Like I don't want to be used this much. He wants to still be able to, to sign another deal. So I think he's kind of telling them, Hey, I need less work. So that kind of scares me to where Joe Mixon is the guy. And Fournette, I think, does not get the same usage he has the last couple of years. So I'd rather go Joe Mixon. David, you you convinced me with that. I, I think I'm with you on Mixon. David, and to that point as well, like Fournette, he's known as playoff Lenny. And if he misses yep. time each year, they probably and the and the Bucks have Super Bowl aspirations. They're probably going to want to preserve him for the playoffs, which means yeah. giving him less snaps in the regular season. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh and rigged, you have to change that because Brad's on the mixing side now. So Johnny's by himself <laughs> on that one. We'll leave more, him more reward when I'm correct. I'm sorry, Brad. More reward. I said that was a real I'm persuasive correct. argument. Oh, thank you, thank you. I like that we're all open minded here because you guys have definitely changed my minds on some things. Um, oh, by the way, speaking of that, where are we on our uh, our um, Rashad Bateman bet? What was the bet again? I don't remember, but I thought he was not going to do well, and you thought I think he was. I know Rig is is doing has been real good with the bet. So if Rig remembers, he can put it in, and we'll we'll pump it up on We're here. Have to check the Discord. Otherwise, we'll have to go back. And as uh, Sean Wolf says, is Rashad White worth a pickup? Yes, uh, Sean yeah. Wolf. I just <laughs> made a Rashad so White video. We're going to tell check you it this. Out. Doc just put a Rashad White video on our YouTube channel that dropped today with everything you need to know. And I also interviewed Rashad White this offseason that's also on the channel. We are big Rashad White fans on this podcast. So pick him up. He could be a league winner this year. And uh, Jonathan, man, appreciate you, man. Hope you can uh, hope you subscribe and uh, hop in with us every Tuesday on here. Let's go through. Let's do two more minutes, go through a couple more games, and we'll sign off here. 
Miami Dolphins at the Jets. Jets are three and a half point favorites, or three and a half point underdogs. I'll take the Dolphins minus three and a half. I think we all did, except Brad took the Jets. Yeah, I'll take the Jets. Yeah. Falcons at Bucks. Uh, the Bucks are eight and a half point favorites. I will also take. I'm taking a lot of the uh, the. <laughs> Uh, favorites here, but I'll take these the Bucks. spreads are huge. They used to yeah. be like three, and three and a half. Brady owns the Falcons, and he might be laser focused, like we've never seen him. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, go with the Falcons to cover. They can really control the clock with their run game. Wow, Brad, really going out on a limb there. <laughs> uh, we'll have to look rigged because there was a Bateman bet we made a little bit. But I'll have to go and try to find it. And Jonathan's a uh, Finns fan, man. Finns up, baby. That's a, what a time to be a Dolphins fan, man. This is they are looking. This- this Falcons Bucks is the one that I'm struggling with the most because, like, the Falcons have been staying consistent every game, even against the Rams. They almost won. They're so annoying the way they play. I'll say Falcons cover eight and a half. Okay. All right, we're not gonna be able to get through all these games. We usually like to keep the shows to right around thirty minutes. And I know Shout we're out Mariota, by the way, he's playing okay. He is. That, that, I was that, wondering that. what you were gonna say. If you were gonna say good, <laughs> I was correct. <laughs> Even though he's my guy, <laughs> he's been okay. He's been okay. That's all. Johnny, did, you were the one that made the uh, the MVP or the comeback player of the year pick in the preseason, right? <laughs> I think me and Brad were both on that train. Yeah, you is... guys loving that Marcus Mary. It's worked out well, so he hasn't played bad at all. Uh, let's do the last one here. Let's talk about Chiefs and Raiders on Sunday Night Football. David just wants to torment me with this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, let's look at the line at least. Seven That's and a half. Huge points. line, man. I think the Raiders cover. I do too. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't either. Whenever you expect the Chiefs to blow somebody out this year, they don't. But I don't expect them to blow them out. The Raiders always play us pretty close. No, we the don't. Line does. There was two. I think both our games last year went into overtime. I think, no, no, we lost by like twenty-five. <laughs> Not the first. You guys beat us the first time. That was two years ago with John Gruden. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what. It, Mario the four fantasy points does not deserve a shout-out. <laughs> he just called that's, you that's out. Fair. That that's is good. fair. I was thinking more body of work, but he's right about that. He's two and two. So the Falcons are at least a five. So the, the irony is I was before the the game uh the Minnesota or the Miami game, I was like, ah, oh, should I bench Tua because he's hurt and put in Mariota or something, I guess, pull him off waiver wires. It wouldn't have mattered much either way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think, I mean, there's too many games to cover with us already over the time we normally go. Um, unless there's one that you guys know of ahead of time that stands out to you, but. Oh, Bengals Ravens, the Sunday night game. I thought the Ravens the Chiefs- minus three. Are you sure that's the Sunday night game? That's the Sunday afternoon game. No, it's the Sunday night game. Sunday, 426. You already talked about that. No, no, David, go below it. Go below it. See, this is a normal line. Three points with the Ravens and Bengals. Like, that's what the lines are supposed to be. Everything here is like a touchdown, 14 points. Like, it's it's too big. I'll take the Bengals plus three. I'll take the Bengals plus three, too. I'll take that over. All right. Oh, David David didn't show us how much is in his account this week, so we can't tell if we only lost. (laughs) <laughs> I'll, I will say this: I put fifteen dollars to win three hundred fifty dollars last night on a parlay of a Cooper Cup anytime touchdown, a George Kittle over forty receiving yards, Debo Samuel over fifty receiving yards, and an anytime touchdown, and then uh, 
Case in point, you didn't win because you would have told us yeah. earlier. Yeah. Could've I mean, I thought there was right. a pretty good lock in the bet when Debo caught that long touchdown. Oh, and it was Cooper Cup was, over was yards. It, was so it Kittle the, that missed? Cooper Cup didn't get in the end zone and Kittle missed out by 20 yards. The best was, David said, congrats if you hit the Debo over. And we had a friend that bet the Debo rushing over and that did not hit. Oh, I should have been more specific. You're right. Last question before we get out of here. Uh, he says, uh, week four, there was Jamal versus Gibson bet. Johnny and Doc won. Week four, Jamal Williams, Johnny and Doc, Gibson. Did I pick? I didn't pick Gibson, did I? I pretty much. You I said tried. you'd rather have Antonio Gibson than Jamal Williams. No, oh, rest of season? No, it doesn't matter because you're already wrong. Week, baby. week four, I would have <laughs> said Jamal Williams. No, but no, no. We, rest no, of I think season. it was rest of season. You just, you just – Talked Brad up for being able to admit. No, I can admit what I'm wrong, but I go back. We have to go back to the tape because I definitely would have taken Jamal Williams week four. I 100% will. If Gibson sucks rest of season and Jamal Williams just continues to ball out, I will own that I picked Gibson. But Jamal Williams had a good game. Gibson had a bad game. So Gibson's digging out of a hole with Brian Robinson coming back. Yeah. It, uh, it is rest of season. It is rest of season. Yeah. That was that was. I mean, I might shut, start already for Jamal Williams. Yeah, so. I mean, Jamal Williams looks freaking dirty. Um, all right, let's wrap up here. We're at the forty-minute mark, and uh, I mean, when we ha- we pass the thirty-minute mark, it means that we have a good show. So, anything you guys want to plug before we get out of here? I'm going to plug some stuff at the end, but go ahead and and Doc, go ahead if you want to plug your video or anything else. Yeah, the Rashad White video is coming out. Uh, fantasy basketball season's coming around, and even if it's just you're not into fantasy basketball, but you're looking to get back into the NBA. We've got you covered with a lot of really great stuff. A couple of people that already subscribed to the YouTube channel while we went live here. Thank you so much for that. And we look to help to answer your questions each week because that's what we're here for. We just lost two subs with that speech. Uh, <laughs> you lost two followers. Probably. Uh, Brad, what about you? Yeah, just echo what Eric said, um, especially with fantasy basketball. Um Jacob Dunn and I will have a mock, a couple of mock drafts coming out um, via our YouTube channel. Um, I'm always writing stuff for Fantrax HQ, football and basketball for fantasy. So you can check me out there. And uh, we always drop videos on YouTube for uh, during our Triple Play Fantasy YouTube channel. So make sure to check us out there. And that's it. Johnny, what should we know? I heard there's a cool uh, Rashad White video coming out, and I heard Brad's going to be doing some NBA mock drafts coming up. <laughs> <laughs> facts, facts. And, uh, yeah, you guys, just make sure you check out the YouTube channel. If you were in the chat today and you enjoy the content, we are here live every Tuesday night doing this. So if, if you enjoy the show, make sure you hop in every Tuesday, usually somewhere between like 6.30, 7 o'clock, but there's always an alert that comes out, lets you guys know. And tons of videos dropping every week, Rashad White, and fantasy uh, waiver wire pickups the trip wire goes live every monday night to tell you about waiver wire pickups we're here every tuesday to talk betting and then there's a bunch of other stuff on the channel baseball basketball football we talk about the arizona fall league for baseball talk about the playoffs having denard span come on hopefully either this week or next to talk with us about some baseball playoffs so yeah just make sure you guys are part of the ride here triple play and uh, we appreciate you guys every single week tuning in so with that for Johnny, for Brad Stradamus, for Doc, I'm Demendi. We're going to make like a bread truck and we're going to haul these buns. Catch you guys in week six.